This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. Well, well, well. Another year has passed. Another year we've grown, old, grown older. But we started this podcast back in 2015. A much younger Spryer Al Dukes was younger than me. He was 46 at the time, 45 at the time, whatever the How case long ago was that, Jerry? In 2015? That was, uh, seven years ago. I was going to be 46. So I was 45 when and we And look began. at us now, closing out the 2022 year. You're 53. Yeah. I'm now older than you were when we started this. So here we are with a podcast to close out the 2023-2022 year. Are we got, what are we going to do, a 10-year run and then... I don't know. Are we still getting paid peanuts? <laughs> uh, yes, you're still getting the exact same pay, Jerry. I mean, listen, I, I like doing it. It's, it's fun fine. to do. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, Jerry. Well, here's a couple things. So I uh, heard a guest on Joe Rogan, and then I went and checked out this guy's YouTube situation. Is he got 19 million subscribers? Uh, no, but he some of his videos have 15 million views, Jesus. and then they go down from there. Amazing. So this guy has a YouTube page called Soft White Underbelly. Okay. He's a photographer. But he goes to, he finds people on a skid row in uh, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And he interviews prostitutes, pimps, uh, uh, drug dealers. That'd be dangerous. Yeah, people hooked on drugs, prostitutes. It's, and he just talks to them about their life. And so I went on it yesterday and you go to YouTube. If somebody has a channel, you could like do it in like their most popular. Okay. What? So I watched this uh, YouTube video of uh, him interviewing this uh, girl who was up or is still a prostitute at the time of the filming. She's like covered in tattoos, just about her life growing up. And Mm -hmm. it's unbelievable what. It is unbelievable what some people... What their journey is. Yeah. And how horrible it might be. Yeah. Yep. I know. It really is unbelievable. Like, this girl didn't have a chance from the beginning. Like, most people that are, I think, have a life like that of uh, being addicted to drugs or prostitution, uh, they, like, had no shot from the beginning. Right. Terrible parents, terrible family life. And you just look at them, and, like, this girl, you can tell, like, she's very pretty. Right. But she covered herself in tattoos. She 
doesn't look all that healthy because of probably, you know, she's, she said she still smokes crystal meth. And oh. you just think like if this girl was in a, in a stable environment, yeah, she'd have flourished. Yeah, may I ask you a weird question? And this yeah. is probably deeper than the podcast. All right. Be. I love a deep uh, podcast. When you see or are around people that are troubled and they've had really tough upbringings, checkered pasts, whatever the case may be, do you ever feel guilty about how, I want to say it's, it's not easy, I, that's not the right word, but how nice you've had it? Yeah. What a great environment your 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 parents did provide for you, that you didn't struggle for meals or clothes, and you've taken, probably like most of us, not meaning myself, taken everything for granted. Sure. And how hard it really is for some people. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, we talk sometimes about like... uh uh, pets, right? And I go, oh, that dog hit the dog lottery. He's Howard Stern's cat. Sure, yeah. You know? Yeah. But all of us, what we're, we're born into, you're either hit the lottery yeah. or you can be born into a terrible... Yeah. Well, just even, they say, just being born in America. Right. Gives As you an upper hand. third world countries. Yeah. Or, sure. Uh, being born at a particular time. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? But then being born to... Like, this girl's mom was a prostitute, right, and a, and a drug uh, user. So and so that's what she was born into. And then she ends up kind of following the same footsteps, yeah. right? Well, she knows. She Right. That's what they say about single moms, like uh, very young single moms that saw their, their mom struggle. You would think they would be the ones to least become a young, like a teenage single mom. Except subconsciously in their mind, it's okay to do it because they saw their mom do it. Yeah, or, they, or that think. was the mom figure for them, was yeah. a teenage mom. Right. But I do think there's, whether it's, again, subconscious or not, I think there is a part, listen to us like psychiatrists, I, th- I do believe there's a part of your of your mind that tells you it's okay because you saw your elders do it. Right. You know, I, I didn't, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's a, it's a complicated conversation. It is. And this is uh, an interesting uh, YouTube page because you could really, he's, the guy has so many videos. He's sad though. God, he's been doing this sad. for like uh, three to five years, really? I think. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he goes in every day to uh, these drug areas to talk to people. He's lucky he continues to have good health yeah i only say that because you get one of those person one of those people that are strung out at the wrong place wrong time with a cut bottle on them or something i mean you're really you got to be careful then i didn't know this these uh pimps that uh i didn't even know that was still a thing to oh be quite yeah honest with you yes very much still a thing. really yeah wow because what the pimps do is they promise to like they're the go-between with the money right so they collect the money from the men and then they don't give they they don't give the girls money they'll get things done for the girl so they'll take the girl to buy a new outfit or but it's all about getting them ready for their next job right so they buy them a sexy outfit they get their nails done but the girls never see the money they're told oh we're putting some money away for you for when you get out of this business, you'll have money. And then of course they never see it. But the other thing is the girl, this girl was saying that 
because at the time of her interview, she did not have a pimp. That if you don't have a pimp, it's very dangerous for you to go meet with a guy and hope that he doesn't hurt you, for sure. not pay you, all this crazy stuff. But this girl was saying that she is making $2,000 a day that she doesn't see. Yeah. It really is terrible. I mean, there's not another word other than terrible for yeah. this. Yeah. Unbelievable. It really is just awful. Yeah. Did you ever see yourself doing that? Not being a pimp or being the whore. I'm not saying that. No. Could you ever see yourself paying for that? No. Women you don't know who they are, some random dude you would just give money to for a girl. I mean No, it seems very um I mean it's beyond shady. Yeah. And I don't I mean, listen, circumstances change, I get it, but that's like I don't know, that's a line that's seedy. Oh, very seedy, yeah. God, Not only that, man. but you got to think about, like, diseases. Disease and dying. Using a human being in that way. Yeah. I That's mean, the... It's... I wouldn't even think, like, to go, you know, like, in Nevada, they have, like, the chicken ranch. Yes, sure. Where it's, like, mm-hmm. that's, like, the top level, right? Where the girls set their own prices, the girls get tested, the girls you decide. Feel like it's at least controlled a yeah, little Yeah, they, bit. like, have complete control over what they want to do and not do, and then they pay to to be working at the Bunny Ranch. Even that. I'm with you. Not, not, no thanks. I'll tell you, even, like, to go go slide it down a level, I've watched um, documentaries on pornography. I think you've... Uh, you've told me that, yes. Yeah. No, just about, like, um, people in the porn industry mm-hmm. and women in the porn industry, and you feel like that's obviously exploitive. And even though the thing has already been videoed and shot and all that stuff, if you look at it, you're part of the Well, it's cycle, like anything. For right? sure, you're part of the problem, of course. You're part of the cycle. Yeah. But that's like anything. But I'm saying, like, even... So to say, could you go... Would you ever go to a, a prostitute or something and me thinking, like, well, that's... You don't want someone to be used as human being like that. They're still doing it in pornography, right? And if you're consuming it, a much slower level down, but still yeah. part of that yes. circle. Yeah, that is a little different. I know what you're saying. Yeah. It, in a way, it's all the same, and in a way, it's very different. I mean, you're talking about making conscious decisions financially to better yourself later. Right. And a lot because a lot of these girls or guys, I don't know about the guys. I mean, do they come and go? I have no idea. Yeah. They're going to make money now and it's going to be over, but they're going to bank a whole bunch. I mean, I've seen some stories about some girls that have made seven figures and they're here and gone in a couple of years, but they have literally set themselves up for the rest. Now, not the best way to do it. I'm not saying it is. And I sure as hell, if I had a daughter, wouldn't want her doing it by any stretch. But at least they're making the decision, hoping to better themselves in the future, as opposed to a poor girl that's had a horrendous upbringing, strung out on drugs, not seeing any of the money, and literally is just being used time after time, day after day, as opposed to the girl who's driving a Mercedes and might have put a bunch of money away and has started buying properties and becoming this real estate. I'm just, it's a little different. Right. There are, you know. Some differences to it. There are differences, yes. All CD, Big picture, it ain't great. CD world. Right.
Not great big picture, but it is a little different. Yeah. I mean, hell, you can go to Edison once or twice a year. They have that expo. The triple X exotic are selling themselves yeah. and photographs and their bodies. They're making a fortune. And I'm sure they, these expos are going on all over the place multiple times a year. That's along the same lines. Yeah. Remember we were going to do our podcast from there one year. Yes, I do. Who, but someone was going to pay us to go. Do you remember there was a strip club that offered us an endorsement fee to go? No, I think it was the expo. I think it was. Yeah. And I remember we both were like, there's no mm, way. Yeah. And I remember going home and telling my wife, and she's like, I'm gonna go, who cares? I'm like, really? She goes, we're adults. What the hell is the difference? I'm like, wow. Okay, well, I know now. And no one's asked the sense. We know next time. We yes. can be, uh, in, we can take photos with our fans, Jerry. I'm sure they're the same people. <laughs> you going to take your penis out? <laughs> no. <laughs> nudes with Al. <laughs> Tasteful nudes at the adult triple exotica. What would you charge? For uh, I'd have to be nude. Um, thong. No, I would. I couldn't do that. A nipple shot. No, a just nipple a thong. Shot? A nipple shot. With... My nipple. Yes, it, you're the photo. Oh, no, nah, I'm still out for that. I don't need money that photo. No, you got a line of thirty-five women. Five hundred a photo. What's the math on that, Jerry? Uh, yeah, well, five hundred a photo. Seventeen thousand dollars. Yes, I'm in. Okay, <laughs> that didn't take long. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. That's actually pretty funny. Sign me up. No, no way. No. How much? Yeah, uh, mm-hmm, I got it. Jerry, yeah. no, that's against everything I believe in. How much would that be for? Okay, I'll do it. Oh, man. I'm not one. Uh, I'm not in the demo, Jerry, nor are you for the Call Her Daddy podcast. Right. Uh, with uh, Alex Cooper. I do follow her on social media. I do find her interesting, and his, she's got that huge deal at Spotify. Right. She's making all this money. Good for her. I like to see what she's how she's doing it. Also, not bad to look at, Jerry. She's very cute, very attractive. Um, but and I don't normally listen to her podcast unless she has an interesting guest. And she did have this uh, woman on uh, Amanda Knox last year at some point. Amanda Knox was this uh, this girl who was a who was a student in uh, I think it was Italy, and oh, her yeah. roommate ended up being yep. murdered, and they this. they blamed her. Yep, I she spent time in jail. So that was a very interesting interview. But um, I'm ready. There's one that comes out tonight at midnight. You're going to wait up for it? <laughs> I'm not going to wait up for it, but I will listen to it. She interviews John Mayer. The that interesting? Guitarist. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because he's a, a bit of a seen as like a womanizer. Oh, a little bit of a creep. A little bit. Uh Taylor Swift has written songs about him from him breaking her heart. Right. For some reason, I'm intrigued to listen to that. Well, good for you. Yeah. I'm happy that you're not here tomorrow, so I don't have to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder if I'm no the only in John Mayer. 53-year-old man <laughs> that's going to download that podcast no, to listen I'm to. I'm sure she's got a lot of 50-plus. I know, I know we're not the demographic. Yeah. I guarantee you she's got enough people... Around our age bracket that are listening to that. I just glanced back at some of her other topics from the the. the Give me one. I'll, I will listen to one on the way home. You will. Yeah. Well, I was going to listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson with Joe Rogan. Uh, I turned that off. Okay. He was a big turnoff. He really very arrogant. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, I didn't no care for him. Interesting. I've I've yeah. never seen him come across that way. Yeah, and in fact, uh, Spike said the, felt the same way. No kidding. Yeah. All right, well, I'm, I was planning on listening to that to start that on the way home today, 
Give me one to listen to. There was one, uh, I didn't listen to it, but it's only a few podcasts back called How to Have an Orgasm. Okay. <laughs> Give me something. I want to. I want a, a guest that she's going to talk to. Hmm. A guest. I mean, I can find I can find podcasts like that all over the place. Yeah. I, give me a guest that she's had on. I, I don't remember any because most of the other guests are very are or oriented at her demographic, which is probably younger women. Alex Lee is her name. Alex, uh, no, it's Alex oh. Cooper. Alex, call okay. her daddy. Right. I want to see. I want to see her guest list, and I'm going to find one, and I'm going to try and listen to it. I told you. I remember when that first started, uh, the Call Her Daddy podcast. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, Barstool was tweeting out about it. I wrote, I wrote to them. I go, you guys have are the kings of podcasts, but this has got no shot of working. How's that? How's that working <laughs> out for you? you I mean, else, honestly, you know who else called it as not going to be popular? KFC Barstool. Really? Yeah. I wonder why. I just didn't seem. I remember texting with him about. It. I go, this has got a failure. It's just girls talking sex. Like it's so Guys generic. Love that man. Well, why is Nikki Glaser popular as a comedian? I don't know. But this that's girl definitely she talks about is her sex life. But this is definitely more than that. I, at the time, that's what I thought it was. Okay. You know what I mean? I gotcha. Yeah. I'm trying to. She's uh, Jerry. She's the voice of young women. How old is she? What mid twenties? Would you say? I'd say late twenties. Twenty eight. Late twenties. I'm checking. Call her daddy. That's what yeah. It's called, like right? I'm a Joe Rogan. Uh, uh, I'm in the Joe Rogan demo. Okay. You are as well. Yes, absolutely. We, we are not in the call her daddy demo. Understood. Podcasts and shows. Okay. Oh, it comes right up. There it is. Alex Cooper, not Alice Cooper. Alex. I'm going to find Cooper. one. Yeah, find one and listen to it on the way home, Jerry. I will. Let me know. There how you go. Goes. How to have a yes? That was December seventh. But she how doesn't to, do a lot of these. How to have an orgasm? What is it? One a week? One a week. That's it? Yeah. Well, Jerry, they're only paying her $59 million. So <laughs> if you wanted more. Who's Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks? I feel like I know She's that. an actress. Maybe I'll listen to that. I would. I was oh, contemplating God. listening to that one. Do I know if he's my soulmate? No, I'm not watching. I'm not listening to that. <laughs> that crap. That stuff, honestly. Give me You're a not break. interested? No. It's, it's, there you go. Morgan Stewart McGraw talks about boobs and lubes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you one I'm going to listen okay. to. This is easy. October 26th, Carmelo Anthony's wife. Oh, okay. That's talking yeah. about life after professional athletes. That, to me, sounds really interesting. Yeah. I'll listen to it on the way home. And this uh, Alex Cooper, she does the opposite of, like, Joe Rogan will sit there and talk to somebody for three and a half hours, and that's what you get. Yeah. She edits her stuff down. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, she's got a whole week to do so. <laughs> I'm saying she does like she does all the editing and she really she does works it herself. on it. Yeah. Good for her. She does it herself. I mean, she's really invested in it. She is very invested. That's in great. It. So, uh, Nothing all right, with good. That. You check that one out, Jerry. I'm going to check out John Mayer. We'll both listen to How to Have an Orgasm. And we'll forget by the time we see each other again <laughs> on January 3rd. That How to Have an Orgasm one. It reminds me that there was this Woody Allen. Uh, I don't want to hear Woody Allen talking about orgasms. Well, it was Woody Allen in one of his movies early, early on, mm -hmm. Annie Hall, and he, his uh, the girlfriend at the time he was talking to. She she had gone to a psychiatrist, and she said, "My psychiatrist says I'm having the wrong kinds of orgasms." Woody Allen goes, "Of all the orgasms I've had in my life, every one of them right on the money. <laughs> they were all perfect." <laughs> By the way, talk about a creep. <laughs> right, looking back on that now, that looks a little creepy. Whatever. Remember we watched that that's that documentary about yeah. his his ex-wife, right? Yeah. Whatever happened with all that? I don't know. Great question. 
<laughs> Mia Farrow. Right. And uh, Ronan Farrow. His stepdaughter, And I his guess. stepdaughter. Right. Became... That was on HBO or something. Yes. I remember watching all those episodes. Right. We're like, he's going to get arrested. And I don't think anything ever happened. No. So bizarre. Just went away. I, I, maybe. I'm, or we just didn't follow up. I feel like I would have seen that. Was he at the Nick game last week? <laughs> it sounds ridiculous to ask, yes. but I, I don't know. He was at the Knicks game. My God. So bizarre. Hmm. You got big plans coming up this week? Oh, I do have to do Christmas shopping, Jerry. Mm-hmm. I know that. Mm-hmm. We covered that in the warm-up show coming we up did, in the moment. We did, yeah. Uh, like, what, next week? Yeah. you're Everyone's off except me. Yeah. What, what is, am I doing? Yeah, like, do you have anything planned? No, Would the you only like thing to go I... to a Rutgers game next week? Oh, yes, oh, I no, would. they only have one on the... You know what? They don't have one next week. Really? They have one on the 30th, which is next Friday, against Coppin State. And that we actually, that's the one day we have plans. Oh, all right then. So you're out for that. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> you're, well, yeah, then you're out. That's it. Because then, then we, the go to, day, we go to Purdue after that. Oh, I'd like to go to that, Jerry. Let's go take me to Purdue with you. Let me get on the plane. I don't know if I can do that. Propeller plane. It is not a propeller. It's a beautiful it's a big plane. It's a beautiful plane. Yeah. Plenty of seats. Lots of room. I went to Purdue one time when I was going to Indiana State. We we drove up to Purdue for some reason. Somebody had a friend up there. Okay. Very and, cool. Yeah. You go in the winter? Yeah. It is rough in the yeah. winter. It we did cold. go in the winter. Yeah. Very, but it is a neat area. That's the place back in 20... When was the, the pandemic? 2020? 2020. That was when Rutgers beat them in overtime there on the final day of the regular season, which clinched the fact they were going to the NCAA tournament. Of course, it was canceled. Um where we were pulling up, the bus was pulling up. It was a 2 p.m. game, and there were, I mean, mobs of kids, students, playing beer pong at 11 o'clock in the morning outside. Maybe the game was at 1, outside, like right down the block where they where they live. I mean, it was – and it was warm out. It was March. It was sunny. It was such a cool environment, and the place was packed. I'm telling you, some of these places are neat. Yeah, I often wonder what it would be like to have gone to, like, a cool big football school. I for college. Think the, I think the same thing myself. You know, Kane and uh, Jersey City State College. Yeah, not great football powers. No, Jersey City State College, no football team. <laughs> so right. start there. Uh, and Kane, good, good Division three football team at the time. But no, nah, it wasn't anything you would no. go to. And no, even no, I went no. to Indiana State. They had a basketball program that played in a but not nice football. The football. They had football, but it was. I do think though you get like. See, the one thing that I think would be cool is, and even if I had just gone to Rutgers, which, again, I know why I didn't go. I wanted to play baseball, which is why I went to Uppsala. Um, but I didn't even apply to Rutgers because I was so – I knew I couldn't play there. Um, Plus, with, our, with the yours and I's SAT scores, we would have never well, made that, it. that's true, too. But I didn't even try and go, even after Uppsala closed, I didn't even try to go to Rutgers at that point. I don't know why. I think it would have been cool to say, Rutgers grad, you feel like you're a part of a big university. Yeah. Michigan, Notre Dame, Rutgers is a big one. And we didn't do that. And I think that's kind of neat on a football Saturday. Yes. You get more into it. And instead it's like, I, maybe that's why I don't care about college football, really. Right. If I went to Ohio State, Jerry, I'd be so excited on you, Saturdays. I think you would be into it. Or if I went to Florida. Right. Oh, I completely Gators, agree. Jerry. I do that would be, chomp. if I could do things over again, mm, I say that, maybe not. I, I The idea of going to college in Florida would be very appealing. Yes. Especially if you've seen Miami the last few years. Oh, my God. You go there in November, and it's 78 degrees yep. and sunny. We go to school in either Florida or Arizona State. That's where I'd go, those yeah. two schools. Yeah. That sounds lovely. Whoever will have me with my 
800 SAT score. With the way they're charging <laughs> right now for uh, tuitions, yeah. most places will take you. <laughs> Suddenly those scores aren't so important, not, are I they? really don't think they are anymore. Yeah, I think you're right. You have schools begging kids to apply because they need to bump the attendance up. To get, I mean, the tuition money is insane. What if we did like what Rodney Dangerfield did, back to school? You and I go back to college for four-year program. For what? A graduate degree? No, we got to go undergrad to hang out with the undergrads. I graduated undergrads. already. Second not, degree, Jerry. No, I don't want a second degree. I'm good. No, I'm I'm 40 yet. I've had enough. Do you imagine running around with 19-year-olds? No, thanks. What if we did this? We go to law school. Oh, now? Be, yeah. And we I become a law, a law team, Jerry. I don't want to be. That's like real work. Recco and Dukes. No. We do be ambulance chasers. I've always told you, Al and Jerry, Recco and Dukes, attorneys out law. Well, did you injure your neck in a car accident? <laughs> Call Recco and Dukes. Attorneys at law. There comes the next T-shirt. And I'll be like this. <laughs> no cases. Too boring for us. <laughs> oh man. I, yeah, I would. Yes, I'd be happy to make the T-shirt. I'm not going back to school to be a lawyer. I'm not interested. I'm mm. not interested in working. Yeah. And I'm blessed that I have never worked after graduating. Right. So why start now? Why go to laws? Imagine like having to study law school, no. take the bar exam. No, I couldn't. That was impossible. I've been on, you know, I always look, you know, I always look on Indeed.com. I always look for no other reason other than what am I qualified yeah. to do. And it's like looking at Amazon for gifts. I don't know what to even search for. Yes. There's not, I, what? I know I could work at Dunkin' because I, I yes. do the coffee machine every morning. I, yeah. And I enjoy it. I'd like to own one. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to work one. there. That's what I would like. But then I come back to, so there's an opportunity. I'll, I'll tell you, be someone approached me. Um, what's today? Thursday? Today's Tuesday. Tuesday. Good, good job to get two days ahead of yourself, Jerry. Wow. I'm sorry. Um, someone approached me, uh, texted me on Thursday. Someone I know and have known. I don't know him well, but I've known him for five or six years. There is a place for sale, reasonable fee, that if I got a backer, could move right in and open up a facility. I've got a cornhole legal ready, baseball. I mean, the here's what I what I wrestle with. Am I prepared to go put 40 hours a week in and be there once I'm done here? Right. It's a huge commitment. And now that starts to feel like work. Or do you leave this and go do that? That sounds very risky. Back to normal sleep. Right. Which I think would be better for my health. Say I've had a great uh, 97. It's been, it'll be 26 years in January. Do I say it's 26 years, it's enough. And do you take a shot at it? And I don't even think it's that much of a shot. I think the business is already existing, so you would continue it, and I think you could grow it. So you could see what it's already making. But do I really want to do that? Right. Everything sounds great until it's actually in front of you. This one's in front of me, and I, I don't know. I'm really not sure. I don't know. Isn't that what everything? Everything sounds great until it's right in front of you. Yes. And I don't want to be like you. I don't want to regret it three weeks or three days after I make a decision. <laughs> oh, my God. What a regret that would be. Yeah. Or you, I could try it and be there a little bit of the time, but then you got to worry about people stealing from you and if it's being run right. Right. I don't know. They also say if you don't go all in, you get what you put then into it's it. it's not going to be, right. Right. You'll get a half-ass return. Yeah. And the business will be a half. Like, the one thing, I know you want to get out of here. The one thing that I pride myself on, we sold, I want to say, I don't have the exact number. Boomer said 900. We didn't sell 900 calendars. We didn't sell them all. But I sold up almost all of them. 
I want to say we sold 810, between 810 and 820, I think. Most of them went. Um, and I don't mean to be a control freak, but I am very proud of the fact that every single order went out, every single order was received, and there were no screw-ups. And the ones that were, I corrected immediately. And I even had a couple people that said that they ordered them and didn't get them. I have zero record of their order. There's no order number. There's no payment. But you know what? No problem. It's the Christmas season. I'll take your word for it. Customer is always right, Jerry. Well, that's nonsense. I did send them. But I. my point is, I know if there's an issue, it was me. I don't know that I can I can run a business relying on others, and that's yeah. a that's a problem. Oh, for sure, that's a problem. I, you have I would, to, right? I would be exactly that same way. That's what's tough. Yes. So all in or not, I don't know that I can do that. Yeah. So it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, all right Jerry. Um, the warm up show is next. I'll see you people. Just a heads up. Yeah. I very well might do a warm up show Friday after okay. the Jet game Thursday night. Oh, I will a good make idea. that decision today. If you want to do cool games, give me a call. Well, I actually already recorded you singing it. <laughs> oh, okay. Just in case I do it, <laughs> because I'm going to have the intro and the out. Right. Because you're very much a part of it. Oh, okay. Clearly, that would be nice. You came up with the idea, and so I'll make that decision today. Okay. Otherwise, I was going to do it on uh, Instagram. Well, you could go for it. Just you got to pick yours. I'll pick mine. Whatever. There you go. Oh, okay, perfect. Absolutely. All right, nice. Uh, enjoy the holidays. Thank you, Jerry, and a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yeah, I'll be here all week if to you want to you call and it. yours. Like all week. Oh, all week. Uh, yes, if you'd like to call. You and it. Sal next week. Correct. That's a good show. Yeah, I hope so. Should be fun. That's a cool show, Jerry. Yes. So. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. It is 5.01. It's Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Feels like a Friday for Al. Uh, nice to see you, Mike Flegelman, Eddie Scazzeri. Out, lazy off until 2023, and across from me, his name is Al Michael Duke. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, all those things people tell you about sleep and getting eight hours and all that stuff, it, it matters. Yesterday, Jerry. Yeah, it does matter. I don't know why I didn't uh, get uh, sleep yesterday, but I came in here yesterday. 
I wanted to quit my career. Because you were exhausted. I wanted to leave the beach area. I wanted to drop my dog off at a farm. What does farm. the beach area have to do with anything? It's depressing in the, in the winter. Oh, in the winter. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I wanted to take my dog and bring her to a family farm. <laughs> I wanted <Again>. to <laughs> buy a one-way ticket to some Paradise. island and just lay there for yeah, a couple weeks. I understand. Then uh, I got a nap yesterday. I slept a nice night's sleep last and night. And you feel I'm like back. a new... Now, I'm hold back, on a baby. second. Hold on Woo! a second. You might be back. Yeah. But let's call BS on what, what this also is. This is the Friday of all Fridays because <laughs> at 10 a.m., well, 10.30, you're done until January 2nd. So take that and stick it where the sun don't shine. Well, you don't know that, Jerry. You would not be as excited with your nipples pointing outward right now, so fired up for the day if you were coming back tomorrow. You'd be you'd be energetic. Right. You'd feel a little bit better, but you would not be like, look at me. I'm off for the next 12 days. <laughs> I got to do Christmas shopping here. I need so some time. <laughs> I need some time off. I wear, well, what have you been doing for the last, I don't know, six months every afternoon? With what time, right. Jerry? Exactly. When am I going to find time to do that? You are right, though. It is the, the shore area is very depressing. It's sad. In the... Have you ever been to Long Beach Island in the winter? No. Uh, yes, Like I have. Beach Haven. Yeah. Oof. They have, like, blinking lights because there's yeah, not yeah. enough cars to even <laughs> bother with yellow and yeah. red and green. It's pathetic. The Jersey Shore towns look like old abandoned beach towns yeah. in the winter. Yes. Compared to what it is in mid-July yeah. to now, it's, like it, it's terrible. It looks like remnants of a time that's passed. <laughs> yes. Like an ice age has taken over the beach. Oh, look, there's El Dukes. There's an old flip-flop that probably that's came it. from someone having a great time. You're right. And then when you get bad weather on top of it, yeah. or that dark, you know, gray type of day that we get in the December and January, ugh. It reminded me of going to Asbury Park in the 90s, even in the summer. Oh. Because mm. it looked abandoned and broken down and all that stuff. Don't think I ever was. Yeah. Or have well, I used to go to those Stone Pony shows then. Right. Uh, and you would uh, say a prayer before from when you went from the parkway to the Stone Pony. Mm. But it's all... It's all coming up roses it's now, Jerry. Changed, yes. yes, it has. Yes, yes, yes. So somehow the Packers, Jerry, are still alive in the playoffs. Well, they're six and eight. <laughs> six and eight. That's a playoff team to me. Well, they could get to nine and eight, and we'll see where. I don't. I don't think that'll make it. Right. I don't. But it's still possible. It's still possible. They've yeah. not been mathematically eliminated no. with the win over the Rams, who have been mathematically. Yes, four and ten is not going to cut it. That's not going to do it unless they want to move to the uh, the NFC South. Oh, then they might be in then the, the division. Would still be in. Yeah, it'd still be in play at four yeah. and ten. That is true. I did hear Peyton and Eli talking about how the NFL should just put all four teams in the NFC East in and just tell the NFC South not this year. Yeah. Next, try to improve. Right. That should be a thing where I've said if, that to right, you. If your division doesn't have a five hundred, yeah, you gotta finish. Now I, I know feel like you should not, be a game over five hundred. Well, with seventeen games, you have to be. Up until they changed Good the point. schedule from sixteen to seventeen, I always thought eight and eight at minimum. Now I think you should. I do. Or at least this. How about this? You want to give something for winning the division, as crappy as that might be, fine. You don't get a home game if you don't finish above 500. Right. Let me ask you this, Jerry. Would you allow a team in at 8-8-1? Eight, eight, and one? Yeah. 8-8-1 eight, eight, and one's fine. If it's they won the division. Yes, I would. Once you finish under 500. Because I feel like at 8-8-1, eight, eight, and one, you're slightly above 500 because you didn't lose. Well, no, you, that you're, exa- you're the definition of 500. Yeah, exactly. You're right. You are 500. You're the only eight. That's the only way to be 500 now. You tied the entire year. Yeah. Which huh. is fine. I have no problem with that. But yeah. once you, like the Bucks or the Falcons or the Saints, they legit, 
could win this division at seven and ten. Yeah, that is weird. Eight and nine is probably likely. That's awful. And I know the I know the the Washington Football Club, whatever the hell they were called at the time. I know they were, I think seven, eight and one or seven and nine, and they went and I think they won it and won in Seattle. Okay, great. It doesn't make it right that they're there. I just it's I don't know. You're not a good football team. There is always one bad game on Wild Card Weekend. There are. There's always at least one. Where we go, what, what is this? this? Is a playoff game? Yeah, Titans, we're gonna, Texans. Yeah, we're going to get that <laughs> at least this year involving whoever wins the NFC South. Maybe, but at the here's where it gets goofy. They get the home game. Let's say, for instance, mm, forget Atlanta. Let's say, for instance, the Bucks get a little healthier, and they're playing in Tampa. You can tell me they might not get. You might not get a decent game. Oh, they'll get a. Yeah, you're right. You know, it's, right. it's possible. The Bucks in the playoffs is a decent game. I don't care what their if record is. If they get is. a little bit healthier. Right. People will watch it for sure because yes. it's still Brady at the end of the day. But, yeah, it's just they should not. That's got to be a prerequisite. Can we change that? No home game unless you're at least 500. Yes. Your reward is you make the playoffs by winning your division. That's it. I think that's fair, Jimmy. I do, too. Who I do, do we too. talk to? Roger Goodell? Roger Goodell, yes. That'd be the guy. I have a call into him later. I'll put that on my list. Do you really? Yeah. Trying to get him on the show? No. Oh. Just I just you. have a couple of things about football I wanted <laughs> to talk to That you would like to clear up? Directly. Yeah, well, there's a lot directly of things Directly with clear him. Up. I did see uh, on the Manning cast last night, uh, they were both amused by a guy uh, in a Gumby which, outfit in the stands drinking a beer through his eyeball. Yeah, which, by the way, is not that funny. Uh, Mike, can you pull up the fader? I disagree. Yeah. All right, welcome back to Lambeau. We got Gumby in the house drinking a beer through his eye. Interesting. <laughs> I've never seen that technique. But, hey, you know, you got to do what you got to do. This got headlines on social media oh, like yeah. it was the funniest thing ever. I'm like, where does it get funny? You know me, Jay. I love a good headline. I read the headline. Oh. I was like, well, let's, see, let's see what this is that all about. That was so dis- Like Eli legit looked confused. And Peyton has a little bit of a chuckle. Right, so a guy... I'm That's more, how desperate we are for news today. I'm, I think it's more odd that a guy's in a Gumby outfit why? at a game. Nah, like, why warm. would you wear that? They're at Lambeau. It's warm. But why Gumby? Uh, it's, it's green. I'm Gumby, damn it. I don't know. I have no idea. That's a good point. It is green. It's not even the Packers color green Gumby. No, but at least it's green. And it is Lambeau. It's cold. Maybe he's got like a heater system in there a heated uh underpants in his gumby outfit i told you i wore a heated vest with the baseball games in the spring when it's still cold i can't fit it anymore because right now (laughs) i'm a little heavy you're a large in charge it does work it works great yeah like you actually we played a game the first day i used it we played a game it was 38 degrees and a little breezy like my god all right i'm bundling up for this thing so i put that heated vest on and, you know, you plug it in and the, the little um, portable battery and everything. So you bring two batteries because if you're out there for five, so we had a double header. If you're out there for five, six hours, that battery is only lasting a couple of hours. I got to tell you, I got in the car sweaty between the boobs. Really? Yes. It, and, and if your core is warm, I could have stayed out there all afternoon. You didn't fine. feel like you were going to catch fire? No, not a, no. It was perfect. It really was. It was pretty good. A nine volt battery up against your heart. It was not a nine volt battery. It was one of those uh, those little square, like a rechargeable one. You know the USB port. Oh, okay. One of those. Oh, I didn't realize. Yes, I didn't have AAA batteries. Oh, I didn't know. I thought you were nine volt in it. No, 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 nothing <laughs> like that. One of the USB batteries. 
I might try that, Jerry. For what? I get a stocking stuffer. Oh, I walk my dog. I'd like to have a nice warm chest. You walk the dog it. for five minutes. No, no, no. She's a walker. Oh, she is. Yeah. Even at two o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah, Jerry. Oh, I didn't realize that's a thirty-minute walk. At oh my god, <laughs> you have a two. You have a thirty-minute walk in the middle of the night before you come in. Mm-hmm. Oh, because well, then she's gonna lay around the house all day. I want her to feel like she got some sort of walking around smelling. That stuff. sounds terrible. It's not great. No, that's not, not great. <laughs> I'm now, sorry to hear that. I did see that you Dallas Cowboys this week, Jerry. They're playing the Philadelphia Eagles. They are. And I guess, I don't know if it's fully confirmed yet, but it looks like Gardner Minshew will be quarterbacking and not Jalen Hurts. It's not even close to confirmed. It it's was not, just, right? No. No. They Just that he's got a sprained shoulder. But his throwing shoulder. He's uncertain. My guess is because the Cowboys lost on Sunday that they will rest him. There's zero reason for him to play Saturday. Right. There's just no reason. I mean, they have a three-game lead, three to go. All they got to do is win one game, and it's over. I would not play him Saturday. Right. You don't care. You don't think they're thinking about their record and wanting to be. What if they were undefeated at the moment, Jerry? Then, but they're not. So that's kind of out the window. The Washington Commanders beat them, so we can forget about that. Now, I will tell you, it's a win-win for the Eagles. The win is he gets the rest, and he's healthy next week. The week, whatever. The other part of the win is if you beat the Cowboys on Christmas Eve and wrap up the division with Gardner Minshew at quarterback, you have thrown salt in the wound and stomped on their faces. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, yeah. you miserable douche, as like, you once to said. To me, the Eagles can't lose Saturday. They really can't. Right. If you lose, you go, oh, you didn't even Right. They had Gardner Minshew. There was yeah. no Jalen Hurts. So be it. Maybe we'll see you guys in the postseason. If you win, <laughs> these chumps. Where is this game? In Dallas. Oh, man. Cowboys lost their, I think it was a Sunday night game in Philadelphia with uh, Cooper Rush playing quarterback. Oh, right. It was a terrible game. That was his, I think that was his fifth and final game as the Cowboys starter, and it was also his worst game. He was he was awful. Hmm. So, yeah. All right, so we got Gardner Minshew most likely. Most, Minshew I would, mania running wild. I would honestly be stunned if Jalen Hurts plays Saturday. Now, the X, he had x-rays and MRI confirming it's not serious, but... Uh, it's a sprained shoulder on his throwing shoulder. Yeah. So you don't want that, Jerry. Because no. you know why? Cowboys will work the shoulder. And then what? All you need is Neville Gallimore to sack him and fall on him. He could be done for the year. Yep. I go, I, oh, I got the penalty for putting all my well, body weight on Jalen Hurts' shoulder. Even just a random tackle. He he falls on that shoulder the wrong way. He could be out a long time. I would go right for a helmet to would. the shoulder. Oh, I would I If I was a... Who's that big uh, linebacker on the Cowboys? Micah like, Parsons, oh, Jerry, number Michael, 11. Micah Parsons came around. Who's number seven on the Cowboys? Uh, Trayvon Diggs. I like him as well. You're a really big fan, huh? <laughs> Jerry, if Micah Parsons come run around the corner, l- lowers his helmet into the shoulder of Jalen Hurts, pop. By the way, since you have the wrestling reference already, yeah. Uh, are you familiar with Jim Hacksaw Duggan? Oh, yeah. Did you see his story? No. A 20 or someone in his 20s broke into his house. Oh, is that right? Yes. How'd that go? He took his ass down and then held him at gunpoint <laughs> on the Hacksaw ground. Jim Duggan yes. had him at gunpoint? He held him at gunpoint until the police arrived. He called the police. He heard wrestling outside, so clearly it wasn't this guy working alone. It was him and a group, and apparently he was frightened. Like, you can't believe that he actually got caught. And, uh, yeah, Hacksaw Duggan, they call 68 it, years old. He worked this guy down to the ground and then put a gun, said, you won't break into my house, and then called the police. So multiple thieves versus Hacksaw. Well, only the one got in. Yeah. 
I guess the other ones scurried away. So I picture Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, Jerry, if someone breaks in him running down with a two-by-four. Yeah, no. that's what he used to carry to the ring. This was lead. Uh, this was iron. Oh, and Hacksaw's yeah. got him. Hit him first with the two-by-four, Jerry. Then pit him <laughs> into the ground with the gun to his head. And then have his wife off the turnbuckle. Yeah. <laughs> I love when people break into a house and get beat up by the homeowner. I or agree. Or gun to their head. I couldn't agree with you, you more. I'm trying to find out where this was, though. I didn't see. I saw Jim Duggan. Yeah, what town he lives he in. Was, uh, he was one of the wrestlers, Jerry, even in the the really big days of Hulk Hogan and WWE. Like, when those wrestling figures first came out, he, he had a wrestling figure. Did he really? Yeah, early probably on. Probably South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah, I, and I do actually remember him by face, yes. Yep. I, I couldn't tell you what his career was like, but he does look familiar to me. Yeah. Oh, it was quite a career, Jerry. He, boy, he looking at those, those those tight little things he's wearing. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's what he was wearing when he subdued the robber. He wears those to bed now. He's wrestling <laughs> tights. <laughs> he might. Keeps a two, he sleeps with a two-by-four he, he, in his wrestling tights, just ready to throw down. If any of you young... You know what's great, too? That 20-year-old probably has no idea who Hacksaw Jim Duggan is. He's probably just trying to rob a nice house in South yeah. Carolina. Oh, Rob, I saw this old man raking his leaves. Right. I'll go whip his ass. He's 68. He looks like an older man at yeah. this point. He doesn't look like... He doesn't look old. I, let me say that. He doesn't look like he's 90. He looks like a guy in his... Well, good for him. I would say it is, uh, yeah, maybe in his 50s, I would say he looks like. By the way, when he was wrestling at the peak of his career, he wasn't really in shape. Like, he was a heavier fellow. You can tell. Yeah. But you know what's funny about that? So, yes, it's a beer belly that I'm looking at. But also, there's nothing on the sides. Like, he's still strong and in shape. It's weird. He's like the guys we see when CBS Sports Network doesn't run uh, the warm-up show and instead runs. Oh, like the powerlifters and the strongman guys? You see the the big guys that are able to lift heavy things have beer bellies. I will tell you, he's thinned out in his older age. He's like yeah. an offensive lineman. Right. They stop playing, all of a sudden you can Like Sean O'Hara, you can't even recognize him anymore. I could push him right over, Jerry. Oh, my. You could. You probably could. He was offensive lineman, Sean O'Hara? Sean O'Hara was the center, I believe. Oh, really? I'll line yeah. up right at nose tackle and knock him right on his you ass. You know where he played college ball? Notre Dame. Rutgers. Oh. Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to trick me. There'd be a reason Rutgers. why I'm asking you. Yes. <laughs> Good try, no, I though. I did not know that, Jerry. <laughs> try again. South, USC, so, Florida State. <laughs> so he played Rutgers and then went up the turnpike and played for the Giants. Yep. That's pretty And cool. another guy who's very thin, and I'm blanking out on his, on his name right now, is Coughlin's son-in-law. Mike, who's his son-in-law? He Brady. played offensive guard. Who? Brady. Chrisney. Chrisney. That's a Snee. Brady. Who's Brady? Brady, Snee. No. Very similar. Chrisney, he's another one who has lost a tremendous amount of weight from his playing days. And looks like half the, in terms of size, like half the human he was. Do you think if, you think if we lined up a boomer at quarterback, uh, the Sean O'Hara at center, yeah. and me at nose tackle, I, I'm getting the boomer? You might. Now, his technique would knock you on your ass. But size-wise, I don't think that much different anymore. What do you mean his technique? He knows how to block. I'd go low and then up. And he might throw you across the room. Push him right up, I Jerry. Don't, I don't think so. Remember, he's going to be lower than you. He's going to snap the ball. Oh, right. Well, maybe I'll go over the top. Oh, that's great. Like a Parsons then style. Then he'll break you. Can you imagine when you hit the ground? <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> You'd be in a lot oh, of pain. Oh, Sean O'Hara just cracked me. You can't play molecules. You want to go up against Sean O'Hara? Let me ask you this question real quick. Yeah. This is a serious question. Uh-oh. Boomer at quarterback. I hate when you preface it this way. Yes. Sean O'Hara at center. center. Yeah. Chris Snee uh-huh. next to him. Okay. 
me and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> now that I, I would be interested in seeing what Duggan still had. Because what I would do is I, I, as soon as the play started, I'd go behind him and try to. You do a stunt. Sneak, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sneak behind him. <laughs> Curl around him and get right at oh, Boomer. Yeah. And then Boomer would just shove you away. All right, quick break. 518, just getting started. A very busy Tuesday for you. And then Boomer and Gio at 6 on the fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's your turn to cause trouble. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. All right, 25 after 5. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Jerry. He's Al. Um, Last time we will be together, actually, until 2023. And then when you come back, I'm out for a what? day. So, listen, I get one day to work. You got a week and a half to go. Uh, I do Christmas shopping, Jerry. Flo- well, I mean, Christmas is Saturday and Sunday. So you better get moving here. Yeah, that's what I mean. I hope yeah. the stores aren't out of stuff. I think you're going to be just fine considering not many people are going to the stores. I hope not. You'll be all right. You'll be fine. Where are you, where are you like? A Bed Bath & Beyond? You a Marshalls? You like Home Goods? Where are you going to go? Macy's? JCPenney? Um, I don't know. I have to kind of figure what I'm getting first and then go. That's uh, that's tough. I like to walk around and get ideas. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then yeah. I mm, walk yeah. out of store after store right. with no ideas. I, I know, what am I getting? <laughs> what am I doing here? By the way, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Jerry, he uh, just beat cancer, which is why he's very thin now. Okay. This guy's beating Cantor, beating Hulk Hogan. And beating 20-year-olds. Beating 20-year-olds who break into his house. Good this guy's him. crushing it. Yes, he is. Jerry, it's fraudulent five time. Do you want to do the big uh, thing where you go, no, hey? No, you know, no. And I'll tell you why I don't. I'm going to let you, when I finish saying what I'm going to say, I'm going to let you just hit your music. Okay. Here's why I don't. Yeah. Because I'm not an idiot. I've had enough of you picking teams like the 49ers and the Eagles. And now I'm disgusted to my core because I know you're going to take a team that just beat your beloved Dallas Cowboys and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I've had enough of it. You don't quite know frankly. that. I kind of I do. So, so why, you know, take it away. Play okay. your stupid music and then pick every team that you grew up not liking against your Cowboys. And I get it's fraudulent. It still makes me sick. You Go might ahead. be surprised, Jerry. These are the five teams, Jerry, in the National Football League that I'm currently rooting for and hoping they do well. Mm-hmm. There has been some shakeup. I will let you know that right off the bat. But number one, hanging in by a thread, the New York Jets. Wow, am, even after that performance. Yeah. I am a Mike White fan. What if Zach Wilson a, starts Thursday? I, I expect him to start. Okay. And I got news for you. If you lose to the Jaguars, you are off the list for the rest of the season. Oh, boy, they've been threatened. (laughs) Put on notice, I like to say, Jerry. They've been put on notice. Remind me when you're done. Remind me Rich Cimini. Rich Cimini. Okay, Jerry. Number two on my list, Jerry, still also hanging in by a thread. 
the Dallas Cowboys. I am still really? rooting for the Dallas Cowboys, All Jerry. Right, I may take it back then. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Number three, and consistently being on my list almost all season long, the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. I'm still rooting for the Chiefs. So there's my top three, Jets, Cowboys, Chiefs. A lot of times they're in the top three, but the last two kind of change depending on how teams do. Mm-hmm. Number four on the list, I'm rooting for the Detroit Lions. So. I knew it. Detroit is back. I know they just beat the Jets, and I have the Jets on my list. You've been fairly consistent this year with the Chiefs and the Lions. And I know the Lions were off the list for a week yeah. or two, but for the most part, you've been a Dan yeah, Campbell for them. fan. Yes, I get that one. Well, I'm interested in this 15. Then. I also don't like how people have, like, scoffing at Dar- uh, Jared Goff earlier on the Who year. Who actually plays... Is he great? No, he's solid though. Yeah, and he if, does a nice job. Right now, the Jets' defense did stifle him this week. A little bit. They a still little won bit. The game. They still won. And my final team on the list, Jerry. They've got a quarterback that's pretty damn good. The San Francisco Forty wow. Nine. So no Jaguars. No uh, Jaguars, right. Jerry. I'm They're still surprised. an expansion team to me. I'm Don't surprised. like them. I thought you had them on the list two weeks ago with, no. with Trevor Lawrence. No, they were not on my list. They, they never, never made the list. Nope. I did say how I was starting to like Trevor Lawrence, that long-haired All right. hippie. All right. Well, may have, the Brock Purdy thing makes sense because he's your guy. Thank you. Jets, Cowboys, Chiefs, Lions, 49ers. That's said as a Cowboy fan, you can't put the Niners on the list. They can't be on the list. There's there's a few teams that can't be on the list. The They're Niners one are one of those teams that are on the list. It doesn't bother me as much as the Eagles. Yeah. It really can't be on the list. It bothered though. me when the Eagles were on my list, too, because it bothered me. what you put them there for? Because I found myself... When I would, when I'd see uh, Red Zone would go to the Eagles, and I'd see Jalen Hurts drop a back about to unload a bomb, I was like, "Oh, I hope this is complete." Yeah, you know what I thought? Oh, I hope <laughs> this is intercepted and run back for a touchdown the other way. Oh, hope he gets sacked. He's so smooth, oh, Jerry. My God, boy, we look at things so differently. He, I want. Uh, he's such a smooth quarterback. I know he is. Right? I've been saying since I like, like week two. I think the Eagles might be the best team in football, and it's played out that way. And you know what's weird? We're running a promo now that from, uh, you know, where they, they talk about, like, listen to for football all, all year long with Boomer and Gia. And uh, this they, they pulled a clip from the show from the beginning of the season. Yeah. But in the promo, and it just aired during this last commercial break, it goes, uh, Boomer and Gia, football all year. And Boomer goes, Jalen Hurts is injured. That changes everything. That's very true. Ooh. Very true. And now he is injured, Jerry. And we'll see how it goes on Saturday if he plays. We'll see. Minshew mania running wild. Maybe. Maybe. I will tell you, the Cowboy defense is banged up pretty good. Yeah. They are. They're, like I said yesterday, this is not the same defense we saw four or five weeks ago. Doesn't mean they're bad, it, but it's not the same. I get a lot of calls about Gardner Minshew as a backup for the Jets or yeah. to the Jets. I think people like the guy. Yeah, you know what? That was weird. Like, he... He took uh he was on the Jaguars, right? He was. And everyone loved him. Yeah. And then what happened? He got hurt and then they brought in uh somebody else and and Well, they uh, drafted Trevor Lawrence. Mm, that'll do it. Yeah. Uh I want to say this believe thing. in him. Talking about drafting quarterbacks. Yeah. Oh, so Rich I Samini saw Rich Samini tweet this yesterday. Okay. Um because you know, there have been a lot of people that have called and said Zach Wilson actually played well Sunday. I think Zach Wilson made a couple of nice throws. I did not think he played well at all, to Same. be quite honest. I'm with you, Jerry. Samini puts out, this was according to ESPN stats, Zach Wilson's off-target percentage Sunday was 35.3%, 
which was actually worse than his infamous game at New England, oh. which was 35%. The 35, listen to this one, the 35.3% mark ranks 434th out of 442 individual passing performances this season. Oh, so not good. So anybody that wants to say that he played well Sunday, no, he did not. Right. Made a couple nice throws for sure. They had a chance to win. Yes, he didn't play well. He missed a lot of guys as well. He missed a ton of, yeah, of Particularly in the third quarter, he missed yes. a ton of ton of guys. And I will tell you that Jaguar defense, while the Cowboys did well in the first half, they really buckled down in the second half on Sunday and played well. And I would be concerned watching the Jet defense the way they have not been great their last three, four games out. This Jacksonville offense can move the ball. I was very impressed on Sunday watching them. Is that right? I was, yes. So I don't know that. I know what you just said. Don't be losing to the Jaguars. Right. They're good. I don't know what the line is. I, to me, the Jaguars are the better team right right now. Right. I think the Jaguars are the better team. And that's what we heard from, uh, as they always say, all the football experts say, Jerry, it's not who you play. Yeah. It's when you play them. Right. Like when the Cowboys played the Lions, the Lions were in the midst of losing whatever it was, six out of seven games. You want to play the Lions right now? No. It's a different team. They're playing with swagger, with confidence. They're making big plays. It is when you play teams. And There's the Jaguars no are doing well as uh, as well right now. 100%. So then they, they have a shot at the playoffs. Now, Rob Sala is still noncommittal on who will start at quarterback, but they're not going to throw a old broken rib fella out there, Mike White. I don't think they yeah. will, but who knows? Especially since their playoff uh, hopes took a hit last week when they lost. Like they're not going to throw Mike White if out If he's there. ready, I think he does play. Is that right? I do, if he's ready. But again, if he legit went to 10 doctors, yeah, I find it hard to believe that three days later, he's going to be good to I go. I can't get an appointment with one doctor. How did he get to see 10 doctors in like three days? Because he's Mike White. Yeah, I tried to make a doctor's appointment. They're like, we could see you in March. March? That means you're going to good doctors. I guess so. As opposed to the ones I call. Yeah, come in now. We're free. You, uh, <laughs> how far away are you? <laughs> We've got seven openings <laughs> this hour. <laughs> and then you go into the office and you see the diploma is from like Yakashima University like, mm. in Iowa. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know. Um, but my friend's doctor graduated Harvard Medical. Yeah. What is this? Well, learn at home. <laughs> I like to see, I like to see degrees from schools that have good football teams. I like Ivy, Ivy League. Degrees, Ivy League, actually. yes. But, like, if somebody's got Ohio State, I'm like, that's a pretty good school. It's fine. I still would rather see someone that's from Yale or Harvard. Yeah, that's true. Or Penn yes. or Princeton. Yes, you're <laughs> I'm right. I'm not saying the other ones are bad uh, by any stretch. But if you got to go down next level, you don't want someone who, who went to, like, uh, one of these island resorts and somehow got a <laughs> medical degree. <laughs> right? At St. Kitts University. <laughs> yeah. I don't want, uh, you know, the great... Uh, Phoenix University, the online oh, school. Oh, God, yes. I don't yeah. want to see it. Not for uh, my doctors. Yeah, I'm not into the online training myself. Although it seems lovely. It does seem for lovely. For a regular degree. Right, for, a, for a liberal arts yes. or communications degree. Yes. Now, did you see that uh, Rob Sala also said about Zach Wilson, Jerry, that he doesn't like this uh, new instant coffee world that we're living it's in? It's not new. It's been around for years, actually. Oh, yeah, by the way. Because what happens is... And here's how it happens. A guy like Brock Purdy comes in yeah. and does well. And there's you can find 
multiple examples of that happening yeah. in the NFL different it di- listen every it, season it is different from situation to situation and it's different from player to player there are some guys that it will benefit them to sit and watch to really learn and be ready unfortunately this isn't the 1980s NFL where you can sit for 3 or 4 years with the way the salary cap is structured if you don't hit it and you're not often running quickly then you're in a situation of do you pay him? Do you not pay him? Is he the quarterback? Is he not the quarterback? Is it fair? No, but that's the world we're living in right now. And you do another guy. I mean, not that he's been great this year, but even if you look at Dak Prescott, when Tony Romo got hurt, he took over that year. He barely lost. Right. So there's another example of a guy that gets thrown into the fire is ready to go. Zach Wilson was drafted second. When you're drafted second, you're expected to, all right, first year is going to be a little bit of learning curve, but you got to come out the gate year two and be ready to go. And he has been very average at best. And I don't even think he's been average. I just read you the stats. I mean, it's been below average. It's been bad. And then I'll come back to what we've always talked about. Why was he drafted second based on a pro day? Yeah. You know, it's almost like it's not his fault. Does he have the talent? Yes. Clearly you can see he's got the talent. He needs a lot of reps. He's not there yet. That's why it'd be cool to be drafted later. Less expectations on Like you. last? <laughs> <laughs> like Brock Purdy? Maybe not last, but like first Fourth down. round. I don't even mind a second round. I feel like there's less pressure on me. There Especially is. as a quarterback. As long as you don't have first round attached to you. Right. As long as you're not a first round quarterback. You're right. You're right. All right, we're going to take a break. 537, more to do, and then Boomer and Geo come up at 6. It's a Tuesday on the fan. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Coming on a quarter to six, Alan Jerry till then. Boomer and Geo on a, I guess, a football Tuesday, although that Monday night game. Ugh. Not... I have a serious question for you, and I mean this, because I talked about it at the time, and I will continue to talk about it when we discuss these analysts getting paid what they're getting paid. Yes. And just in terms of the the broadcast booths. Do you think Troy Aikman and Joe Buck are happy with the decision they made? No. They've been lost. Like, A, I love Burkhart, so this is not a knock against Burkhart and Greg Olson by any stretch. But, like, I miss those guys on Sunday from a standpoint of, there is, there's still the big game feel with Kevin for sure. But Buck and Aikman became, at least for this era, I would think, they became our Madden and Summerall. They've now gone to Monday night, which, let's be honest, does not have the same interest or intrigue it's had. The games have been awful. And really, meh. Yeah, I agree. It's like with Nance and Romo, you decide, you don't, you don't decide before the season starts every one of their games. You, no. you see how the season's going along. CBS and you get to dictates move where they put them based yeah. on the importance of the game. These two guys jump to Monday Night Football. These games are terrible. Terrible. And I'm going to come back to what I've always said. How many people put that game on last night because uh, Buck and Aikman are doing it? Nobody. Nobody. If you weren't a, a Packer fan or a Rams fan, you didn't watch last night or if you didn't bet on the game. There's no one that put that game on. To, I can't wait to hear what Aikman and Buck say tonight. Sorry, doesn't work that way. Yeah. Never has, never will. Yeah, that's the great thing about being on the Sunday games. You you kind of move where the big games are and you don't it's not dictated based on a predetermined uh, schedule that was made in the summer. Exactly. 
Like I, I, I don't know this yet, but my guess would be Burkhart and Olsen get Cowboys, Eagles, Saturday in Dallas. Right. I would certainly think so. The 430 game, the prime slot yep. Christmas Eve, and that's great. That'll have a uh, – hurt that if Jalen Hurts ain't playing, but that'll have a big game feel to it. These two guys are going to continue. It's like – It's like the Thursday night game when Al Michaels like, mm. Yes. Those have been bad, too. It's a similar thing for sure. But whether it was Thursday night or Sunday night, Michael still had a set schedule because he was the primetime guy. That's true, right. Right. He didn't move off of that. Michaels was never that guy on Sunday. At least I don't think he has ever been. These guys had it, and they gave it up for what? They did it all for the nookie. Uh, or the, the money. I, or the I, cash. I One know. of the two. Although Fox was offering them a lot of money, too. Right. I, I'm sorry. That makes sense to me. These networks, man. Wake up. No one's putting the games on to hear anybody. Yep. If the game ain't good, we ain't watching. Right. We're not tuning in. Correct. Now, speaking of booths, Jerry, I see that Andrew or Andrew Marshan is reporting, and I believe the Mets even also tweeted uh, a, a goodbye to Mr. Wayne Randazza. That was quick. He is leaving the Mets uh, radio booth to become the voice of uh, L.A. Angels television. God, does that sound lovely. Then you go, hmm, who's going to replace him? Well, Jay Geisenberg, who did it last year. He's gone, You think Jerry. he's got regrets? Yes, because he went to the Royals. Still, listen, it's still a major league job, so that's awesome. Right. But he had and might have been in line just to all of a sudden, but who knew this was coming? Right. So Timing in life. So Howie Rose, does he, does he, he doesn't do all the games. He doesn't do all the games. He probably does about 110 of them. Oh, okay, so lots, but there's, there's still a lot of there games there. There are road there. trips he's not making. He's not going to the West Coast anymore. So who, Jerry, will I be the next? I have no idea. It's a great question. Radio voice along with Howie Rose of the New York Mets. We heard a lot of different people do games last year. Maybe one of them. I don't remember who are well, some of the Well, between the Yankees and the Mets, we had different people do games. Oh, that's true, yeah. So to me, whether, you know, and I'm not saying he would take the Mets job because I think he's a Yankee fan, I think. If Brendan Burke wanted the job, I would think he'd be in line to be up for that job. It's still in a major league. It's it's not the Yankees. I get it, but it's the Mets. It's a hell of a job. Gio's going to lose one of his impressions when that when is gone. Nineteen twenties Wayne Randazzo leaves, which really became fun this year. Yeah, we started doing the crackling sound, the yeah. effects I found, and now it that's, was fun. That's now gone. That is gone. So you can make fun of Apple Plus all you want. Mm-hmm. He got this job because he was used in a pinch on Apple TV on a Friday night. On TV, night. yeah. Yes. And then got the TV job. That's Mr. how Wayne it sounds. Randazzo. Yeah. And, I, and I've seen Wayne. He um, started doing some Big Ten games. Basketball. Yeah. So I've seen him at Rutgers. I've seen him in places. He did on, I think he did the Penn State game on Big Ten Network this weekend. I think. Pretty sure. I got to say, he. I was looking uh, when this news came out, and, you know, the articles had, like, the backstory of Wayne's career. Yeah. He moved up pretty quickly. Very quickly. He was doing, like, these, you know, the Kansas Pigeons games, and then all of a sudden <laughs> it's like he's doing the Met games. Like, what? Yeah, well, if you're good and someone hears you, that's it only takes one ear. That's all it takes is one person. One person to find mm. you. So I might apply for that job. Go Do you for just it. send your resume in? Like a regular uh, job? I think you could walk down the hall and say you're interested. Get in the booth, kid. Yeah. Why not? Could you would you have any idea what to do? <laughs> Baseball play by play? Yeah. yeah. What like, inning during the game would I get up and leave? <laughs> What's the traffic look like? Right. Al leaves like Phil Rizzuto, he leaves in the sixth <laughs> inning of every game. <laughs> you guys got this the rest of the way, right? I gotta head out. You do realize if you did that, like you'd you'd be at the ballpark at like 
probably three thirty. Yeah, that sounds crazy for a seven ten game. And by the time you get out of there, you probably get home at like yeah, where you live. I think Burkhart oh. used to get home at one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> that sounds terrible. It is. It, it's it. It's not glorious. I'll Imagine tell you if that. I had to turn down the Mets job. Like it was offered to me, Jerry. And I was like, you know what? It's just so far. Dude, you got to do what's right for you. <laughs> it is far. That is a that's a haul every day. I know Burke Kevin used to like the fact that he could take his son to school every day, but hated the fact that he didn't see him home from school because he had to leave at like twelve thirty. Yeah. He lived down in Brick. You're in Bradley Beach. His day was twelve hours. Do you think when they name a, a person Jerry, it's going to be a name that we all are familiar with? You're gonna be like, huh, I do. I, don't know be- that I name. do because I think it might come from all the fill in tryouts from last year. So I think so, yes. I can't I don't even can't even remember any of the villains. Uh Brendan Burke. <laughs> Other than him who you've I have to go look. mentioned. But there we had several. I know Sweeney did a couple of games. Oh, Mr. Sweeney Murdy. Yes. Uh, now Yankees, but still he yeah, did yeah. some games. I would have to go check. There were a lot of people that did games. Hmm. I don't remember off the top of my head. Sadly. Yeah. I don't remember anything. What do you think that job pays? I have no idea. If you had a ballpark, it for not, the people I'm out there, Jerry. To, I actually think I have an idea, and I'm not really. Gonna, I am not going to say. I'll be happy to tell you during the break. How about this? Allow this for the audience. Yes, I'm going to throw out a number. I'm over, not doing under. it. No, I'm not doing just that. one number. No, I'm not doing that. Unless the over under is a million dollars, I'm not doing it. I was going to set the over under at three fifty. I'm not doing it. Not answer. <laughs> I'm not answering the question. Leagues, you think it's over or under three hundred fifty thousand dollars for the Mets number two under? That's probably fair. All right, we'll take a quick break. It's 5.52. We've got more to do. Not much, but more. He's not number one, Howie Rose. What you're thinking is a month in spring training, 162 games. It's a grind, and it's a big job. That's what you're thinking. That's what I was thinking, but that's Howie Rose's job. It's both of theirs. Howie's the one working part-time. The new guy coming in is going to work every game. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Oh, welcome back. Packers won last night in a real barn burner of a game. Snooze fest. Uh, the Mets introduced Kodai Sanga yesterday, and Justin Verlander gets introduced at 10 o'clock this morning. Did they give a number for uh, Sanga? Oh, that's a good question. I'm sure Mike knows. 34. There you go. Well, that's Syndergaard's number. Good. Perfect. Good. Get for, out. We've forgotten about you already, Syndergaard. Get out. I was very impressed with Senga. I don't think I have it ready here, but he did try to, he practices English. Oh, is that right? He did. To um, Yeah, he's a translator, and he's going to, I'm sure I'll have a translator the whole time. Here it is. This is Senga yesterday uh, in English. Hi, I'm Koda Senga of the New York Mets. I'm very happy and excited to be in the Big Apple. I'm joining such a Great team. I give that kid kudos. Hell That's yeah. awesome. Good for him. I'm That's trying it. to think, like, if I went to Japan to... First of all, you're never going to Japan. You don't know that, Jerry. <laughs> you don't want to come to New York. You're going to go to Japan? <laughs> yeah, I think it's an mind? easier commute to get to Japan. <laughs> Might be if you get on a plane. That is true. <laughs> yeah, he did a good job. I wonder how long it took him to learn that. By the way, do you know when I went to Dallas last yeah. weekend? We had... I took Matthew with me. We had a 7.30 flight in the morning. We got to the airport at 5.15. Got there a little earlier than I anticipated because we were up. The line to go through security was longer than a Disney line that wrapped around the barriers, went down the hallway. Now, I give him credit. It moved. And then for some reason, the security guard comes over and she points out me and Matthew because she goes, you two, come with me. 
where are we going? Just come with me and shut up. I'm like, okay. We're going to probe you. She brought us all the way to the front. She goes, this is for not complaining like everybody else. Really? Enjoy your flight. I'm like, wow. Right to where we had to take our jacket off and everything. We bypassed. She brought us right to the guy, gave him our license and our, and our uh, boarding pass. And then she walked us right to the front. She goes, I've had enough of these people complaining. She goes, there's a lot of people here. You two have been outstanding. Did you say something nice? No. Which is what prompted it? No, we just, nothing. We had plenty of time. We were good. But it was. People were, my flight leaves in an hour and a half. And people were yelling nonstop. Did and she, she hear had you bad-mouthing other people that no, maybe she liked? No, we didn't say anything. Like, and it was, re- I mean, it was suck. really nice. You talk about people doing nice things. Yeah, that was that? kind of cool. And then we went and had to sit for two hours waiting for to board the plane. But though the lines were unbelievable. You still got to take your shoes off? We didn't. Not here or in Dallas, no. That's the one part I don't like. I understand. I got And everyone's trying to put their shoes back on and tie their shoes. Well, they have chairs. You go sit down. You put your shoes on. Not that big. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1 New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.